Are you looking for the magic to make your life truly count? Do you want the secret formula to make every day your best day yet? Hello, and welcome to the Finishing on Fire radio show. And now, here are your show hosts, Dave Wadsworth and Greg Vance. All right, relationships, our spouse. Uh, I was uh, listening to a podcast. I don't know, maybe it was John Lee Dumas was talking to somebody, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And they said, talking about... um, what people are looking for and, and uh, I guess what they spend money on so forth mm-hmm. that, you know, what they're going after. And one is um, they want uh, relationships, health, uh, time, and sex. I think those are <laughs> kind of the four categories that, that really get people going and what they go after. And uh, relationships are so critical in your life. You know, this is, this is a um, life is a team sport. We're not going to, you can't live without people. And the most important is your spouse. Obviously, um, once you're married, uh, you know, you, you, you cling to that person, you become one in your marriage and, uh, and you do life together. Mm -hmm. And actually it's, it's one of the, the longest relationships you'll ever have. Now, if you have parents that live a long time, then they're, they're going to be longer, but but your, your spouse. And I know you and Sherry have been together a lot of years. Uh, I don't know where you at on years now. Yeah. So this year will be, this is actually will be, um, number 34. 34. Good for you guys. Yeah. We're, we're turning uh, 36 here in a month or so, or very soon. Um, actually when this episode comes out, we may have hit the number. So 36 years, we've been actually together, uh, we dated for a good while till we finished college, and then we got married immediately after college. And um, so we've been together almost 40 years. So that's that's a long time to put up with me. That's funny. In these relationships, we're going to talk about um, our spouse. I'm glad Glenda left the room. So uh, we're going <laughs> we're going to try to be nice. Um, but in in my book, I'm going to talk about this. Our book is uh, finishing on fire. And actually, the subtitles "Live Your Legacy of Purpose, Passion, and Prosperity." Uh, it's on Amazon, number one mm-hmm. best-selling uh, on Amazon. And um, we talk about um, targeting people. Uh, my my one chapter in there, I think it's chapter twelve. We'll get into is about targeting people. And uh, in your bullseye, if you ever see a target, like a gun target, uh, or a, you know, for shooting practice and so forth. Or you go see the Target store and <laughs> you see what a Target is. Well, the bullseye is that center point, okay? Yeah. And and the very center of that uh, are the people that, that you need to have in your life that you really focus on. And, and of course, number one is your spouse. Uh, also includes your children and then also your parents, if your parents are still alive. And so that's that's the targeting thing. And, we're, of course, we're talking about our, our spouse, you know, today, so... So that's, that's what we're moving into. And, and uh, like I said, the most important relationship and probably the longest you'll have in your mm. life. Absolutely. For our listener today, um, you know, I think one of the challenges that we talked about with this episode is, you know, challenging each other uh, around uh, is our relationship, is our marriage the best that it can be? And I think the realization we came to is, 
well, whether it's good or it's bad, it, it can always be more. <laughs> it can always right. be better. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think there's a, there's a, there, we can have a goal in mind, but you know, and I can, you know, it's like moving the goalposts. <laughs> Once you get to that, you can always move further. You can always do better. That's, that's funny. You know, if you've got any doubt about that, um, if it can improve, uh, just ask your wife. She will let you know. I tell you, Glenda is a good one, uh, but a lot of times I'll do something. And and it's maybe the first time I've done it or I haven't done it for a long time. And she's like, oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. And then she's like, well, why didn't you go ahead and do this? And it's like, wait a minute. I just accomplished this hurdle. And now you're wanting me to do this. Are you questioning why I didn't? I'm like, hey, come on. Let's take just a minute and, and say, acknowledge, wow, Dave, you've really stepped up here. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that oh, gap yeah. and just fill, fill it. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Does, does uh, I should know this, annoying Glenda, but does she appreciate surprises? Some of them. She, she likes nice surprises. She doesn't like public surprises. Uh, oh, my God. I'll tell you one time. Here's something not to do. You need to know your wife. Uh, but uh, probably five or six years ago, I uh, at Thanksgiving or it was Christmas, we had a bunch of family over. I had her brother and his wife and different ones. Probably had a dozen people at the time for um, our dinner. And, and I got up and did a toast for Glenda, you know, and I just said, hey, you know, my wife and I said some really nice things and, and I meant them. Uh, but afterwards she said, um, that was very nice, Dave. I appreciate that. Don't do it again. <laughs> my, my wife, um, she doesn't want to be on the stage. She doesn't not want to be, um, put in the spotlight. Now me, you know, I've spoken before, you know, thousand, 2000 people, yeah. you know, events, no big deal. I mean, you say, Hey Dave, um, you're up next. Uh, you need to talk for, you know, 10 minutes in front of this crowd. I'm like, sure, I'll be right there. And, uh, I don't even, you know, I say, what's the subject or whatever. And I'll, I'll just <laughs> do it. And I'm okay with that. And I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the interaction. I enjoy, uh, the encouragement I have to the crowd and from the crowd. And, and I just like that. But boy, you put her in her own kitchen, uh, surrounded by her, her own family, who she's known forever. And, and you put a little spotlight on her and it's like, no, no, don't do that. Why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. There would be. Yeah, for, for you for sure you'd be asking yeah wh which way is the stage just point me there i'm i'm yeah. let's make it happen but yeah. the re yeah. reason the reason i asked you that question was it's taken me um a number of years and i don't know why to realize that my uh spouse sherry um she does not like surprises Meaning, like if you think, you know, her birthday's coming up or anniversary or something like that, she would much rather enjoy knowing what it is and the anticipation of it, you know, actually happening. So, like if you say we're going to yes. go on a trip or something, she would much rather know what the trip is, you know, a month ahead of time, be, uh. get excited that entire time, and then experience it rather than, you know, the night before saying, Hey, we're going to go on this big trip tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I did those things a couple of different times, you know, surprise parties, stuff like that. They didn't go very well. 
and I kept trying thinking, oh, I just haven't done the right thing. No, I didn't take the right approach. <laughs> she, <laughs> she appreciates versus me. I would much rather wait until and delay it until the moment, you know, it's going to happen and not know anything about it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, it took you a while, but you learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing that's so important in our relationship with our spouse. We need to constantly be looking for what what pleases them okay mm -hmm. figure out what do they like what do they not like and focus on you know how can i make their life a little better today by giving them more of what they like and right. less of what they don't like yeah and it just made me remember that um a few episodes ago and i don't remember which one it was but anyway we talked about the book the five love languages and how to yeah. Uh, that book's a good resource for helping you think through that and, you know, getting more in touch with that. So just throwing that back out in case <clears throat> whoever is listening to our podcast today hasn't had a chance to listen to that. They might go back and check that one out. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, the five love languages, um, people respond in, in different ways. They, their language is the different thing. So, uh, so one is like um, time together, uh, mm -hmm. one is like gifts, right. uh, one of them, some people like gifts, uh, one is what's the others help me out there, Greg. Yeah. So there's, um, um, yeah, it's basically <laughs> time. Touch? Yeah. Physical touch. Yep. Time together. Yep. Um, and you know, um, I'm forgetting the fifth one right now. I have to look it up. I'll put, we can put yeah, it in the yeah. show notes afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, you know, those are languages that, uh, you know, through time have been proven uh, with with relationships, how people want to uh, give and receive love. Okay? Exactly. And, and, you know, some people, um, if you do things for them, okay, that just turns them on. My wife, I tell you what, when I do things around here, uh, sometimes she's like, wow, thank you very much. You know, it's not big. But if I do it, I know uh, when I, I do the dishwasher, when it's it's full and I go ahead and run it and she's had a hard day, she comes home and she's like, did you run the dishwasher? And I say, yes. She's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it, it makes a difference. And, and so I think we need to look for those things that, you know, turn them on and uh, I mean, turn their right. uh, spirit on. I'm not talking you know, sexual stuff. I'm just talking about what really uh, lifts them up. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's how you, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Stuff. So for clarity, for clarity, I just went and looked those up because uh, since I fumbled the ball on the fifth one, <laughs> let's, let's review. Let's review. <laughs> Number one, words of affirmation. So positive, oh, yeah. up, uplifting words. Number yep. two, quality time. We talked about that one. You know, focus time, spending time together. Yes. The third one yep. is receiving gifts. We talked about that one, you know, appreciation through a gift. You know, jewelry is always good, flowers, things like that, whatever, yeah, whatever your spouse works. likes, right? <laughs> uh, number four is acts of kindness. So those mm. are basically doing services and things like that. We talked about that one. And then yeah. phys physical touch. Physical, yeah. 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 So yeah. massages. <laughs> such yeah. things like that hand holding you know hugs you know yeah. so many hugs you know you started out with um 
the uh, positive affirmations. And, and that reminds me of, uh, I want to bring up again, um, because I want to encourage people. Uh, I want to talk to you. I've just, I've been doing the TikTok thing where I, every day I put out a one minute video on attitude and mm -hmm. positivity and being happy and, and lifting your spirit. And I just constantly find things throughout my day to bring in, you know, uh, a way to talk about, you know, your attitude and how critical that is in your life and, and positivity and, and so forth. And so um, I go under the, the name or the handle or whatever it's called is yep. attitude, attitude underscore answer man. Uh -huh. And I'm ans I'm answering questions, but actually, what I'm doing is, I'm giving uh, just a, an injection, basically a one-minute injection of positivity, uh, you know, ideas of, of being happy, uh, enjoying life, you know, making life better uh, mm -hmm. for you and the people around you. And uh, I enjoy doing those, and I have thousands of of people that watch these videos, and it's it's pretty awesome. It's it, it's fun because we hear so much negative i'm just tickled to be able to put out you know the positive and um so everyone yeah. i talk to they they really enjoy them so <laughs> yeah your your words can definitely turn somebody's day around so i'm uh proud of you for doing that yeah so um so, so you want to give us a we got a quote lined out here from your book um related to your spouse and it was on page uh, 144, I think is where it was. Yeah, thanks for helping me out there. I've got it. I've got it marked here, and I've got I've yeah. got so many little markers and stuff. Here's a quote, and we talk about you know this is from chapter 12. I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah, 12, and it's about targeting people and and our bullseye people. You know, our our wife, our spouse, our um, children, and our our parents if they're still around. And so mm -hmm. here's a quote, and this is about our spouse. It says. Uh, you always start with your spouse since she is number one. If she is not number one, then you have to develop a game plan to get that changed. This is the person you pledged your life to. At one time, you were over the moon in love with them. They also felt the same about you. Take your mind back to those glory days. Remind yourself of who you are and who they are. Successfully finishing on fire requires a strong and happy marriage, and and that's that's what it's about. Uh, mm -hmm. Focusing on on them, focusing on their needs, what what lights their fire. Uh, pardon my pun, <laughs> but if you go back to those days when you remember, you know, first being married. Oh my gosh, you know, um, it was awesome. It, it really was. It still is for us because. Well, just this morning, uh, Greg, we went out and had breakfast at Cracker Barrel uh, together, just thoroughly enjoyed, you know, our time together. And uh, we talked and, and we caught up on some things. And I'd, I'd just soon be with my wife and have, have breakfast as, as anybody, really. And we've been together forever, seems like, uh, for her anyway. She's like, oh, my gosh. But, <laughs> but, uh, but you got to take yourself back to those days. And, and if you're struggling with that relationship, you, you've got to remember, wait a minute, you know, um, why did we start to begin with and how did we feel and how did they feel? And, 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 and if there's an issue there and they're not number one, okay, well, you need to put a plan together and say, okay, 
Yeah. What's my plan on, on fixing this? Okay. Mm. And, and you can only do so much, you know, they have to, to do their part, but every day there's little steps that you can take and, and, and make that relationship better. Okay. Uh, and I don't know who it was. Uh, the quote was, you know, if you want to make the world a better place, you start with yourself. Right. And, and I totally agree that in your relationship with you and your spouse, I don't care, you know, what she does or, or he does, it doesn't matter. It's what you do. It's, it's your response. It's your actions. It's your words. It's your attitude. It's, it's what you do. That's what you're in control of. 100% is, is you. Okay. And then she or he will have to make that response in return, mm-hmm. you know, you know, their response, but, but for you, you control a hundred percent of what comes out of your mouth. Okay. Uh, your thoughts, okay, your actions, it's all you. And so that's what I like about, about this quote is, is you need to think back and think, okay, why did we fall in love? And, and how do I get this back on track? And, you know, and, and of course, you know, time has passed and things have happened. Well, you know, today's a new day. Right. And that's what, you know, that's what this book's about. Today is a new day. And every day you treat it like a new opportunity, a new beginning you know so yeah yeah that's a great point today's a new day and as they say it gets awful difficult dragging around all the luggage from the past days <laughs> a new day can really be be helpful to lighten your load right that's 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 exactly right yeah we carry so much excessive um baggage that um i don't know we just have such good memories of, of times that we're, we're offended or hurt or mm-hmm. so on and and we just carry that with us and we really need to purge that and that's part of the book is too is okay forgive let's move on okay you don't forget necessarily but <clears throat> excuse right. me you do have to, to to do the forgiveness part and say okay a mistake was made you know, part of it was me, part of it was them, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Let's move on. And and that's a daily thing because if I wanted to be offended, you know, I could be offended all day long, you know, by my spouse or, or, or people in my life. You know what? You don't have time for that. Okay. Uh, if you're going to finish life strong, if you're going to live your best life, it requires you to just, you know, lighten up, mm-hmm. enjoy who you're with, and, and look at the good in them, you know, find, find all the good qualities. You married this person, right. which meant at some point you said, yeah, of all the 3 billion other, you know, <laughs> women in the world, I want this one. Mm-hmm. She's mine. And, and you chose her. Okay. And so remind yourself of that. And, and, you know, I, I remember Jennifer Aniston talking about years ago, Jennifer Aniston, she was with, uh, was it Ben Affleck, I think at the time, and they, they broke up and she said, you know, she says, even if it was just 1%, my fault in this relationship, why it went south and, and, and we split up, she said, I've got to own that. And I, and, and she said, I think she gave herself like one day and said, okay, for one day, I'm going to cry. I'm going to, you know, go through this misery, but then I'm going to pick myself back up and move on. And, and instead of saying, yeah, 99%, he was bad. He, you know, did whatever, whatever. And we can do that in our life. We can, we can say, yeah, look at this person. They did all this stuff. No, that doesn't do any good. Cause, cause a lot of times 
yeah, maybe 10% of it was us. Maybe it was even 40 or 50%. You know, we created an issue. Uh, maybe we didn't mean to, but, but we right. did. So we just need to own life, you know, and, and, and move on with our spouse and, and just, you know, have that forgiveness, you know, instead of being offended. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I think as, <clears throat> as we may have talked about earlier in the beginning, you know, there's sometimes um, there can be those things between you and your spouse that is, um, you know, as the, as the phrase goes, the elephant in the room, the thing that's unsaid that nobody's dealing with. And so, you know, that's uh, one of the best strategies is to get those things out in the open. If you can't talk to your spouse, who can yeah. you talk to? <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's right. And sometimes, you know, Greg, you bring up a good point. A lot of times when my wife comes home, uh, she's been at the hospital and she's been through some stuff uh, that I can't even imagine. And um, she needs to, to release some of that. She needs to talk to me. She doesn't give me a lot of details, but she gives me enough to know her life is tough. Mm -hmm. When you're dealing with life and death and people that are struggling, you know, there. Um, it's tough and you got to talk to somebody. And I, when she comes home, I don't want to hear some of this negative, but she needs to, to release it to somebody. And so I need to be open to that and say, wait a minute, you know what? If, if she can't release it to me, who, who can she do that? And, and she doesn't do it in a mean way. She doesn't come home and just dump all this stuff on me. And, you know, and, and I, right. she, she tries to be, you know, she just needs to talk, right. you know, she just needs talk it out and and i'm like wow so you know it makes my life um seem pretty tame <laughs> compared to what she sees and what she deals with because because i don't deal with people living and dying every day i don't right. deal with that exactly. and stuff so especially, especially if she works uh, emergency room you know see she sees a lot of you know tough things and so uh that's a part of choosing as a spouse uh, am I going to be open and supportive or am I just going to, you know, just let her live that part on her own and deal with it? That's, that's not healthy for the relationship. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just need to be able to process that stuff. So, yeah. 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 And, and I don't have to have any answers for it. This is something that's been hard for me as a guy. I'm like, you know, she comes home and she wants to talk about this and this. And, and I'm like, okay. And then I'm wanting to give her answers and I'm wanting to ha yeah. fix things. And it's like, and she, she, does, she just wants to, to somebody to listen. Right. And that's hard for me. I don't, I don't listen as well as I should. I think it's hard for 99% uh, of the men. <laughs> There's 1% out there somewhere that know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's time for last lap learning. So I know we talked, we kind of um, put a book in already that we didn't <laughs> intend to, but oh. this is the one we did <laughs> intend to. So I've got a book recommendation here. If we can read it, it's yeah, uh, yeah it's called uh, Love and Respect: The Love She Most Desires, The Respect He Desperately Needs, and it's by uh, Doctor Egerich. And um, I've read this book uh, a number of times. Uh, my wife's read it. We actually gave it to our daughter and son-in-law when they were first married for them to review as well. So um, we got a lot of really good information out of it. And it doesn't mean that, you know, it, <laughs> that if you're, if you're, um, if, <laughs> if you're the, um, 
wife in the in the marriage it doesn't mean that you don't need respect but it just means you need love just that much more that's one of the key things and the flip to that doesn't mean men don't need love but just a little bit more they really need to feel that um, presence of respect and so it really is a good book to help you understand each other in fact if I remember right it's actually a set of uh, x number of chapters written to women y number of chapters written to men to help you know each other understand the situation so it's a good resource good good i appreciate you bringing that up because i i for some reason in the back of my mind i i i'm familiar with it but not much and and that's why greg you come at things a little different than me because your experiences uh with you and sherry uh your education uh your learning experiences and opportunities are different than mine and uh you have these resources that maybe i i haven't heard of or i i'm not real familiar with so i appreciate you bringing that up that's I like, I like the idea of the book and what it talks about. And I've heard that a lot. So, so I appreciate that, buddy. Cool. Yep. And his background is he's actually a um, clinical uh, therapist. And so, you know, he's got all the, all the background and education and all that to help with uh, marriage counseling. That's what he does. So anyway, gotcha. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. So um so that was our last lap learning. And now we're going to go into one of my favorite portions of the program. And now it's time for Wadsey's World. Yes, Dave Wadsworth's true life animal stories. So this is Wadsey's World, his amazing animal stories. I have encounters with animals, but they're nowhere near like the ones that Mr. Dave Wadsworth <laughs> has with animals. So the format for today is, as with every every episode we do this on, is um, I come up with a number. Dave's going to check his magic list of encounters he's had and uh, share a story with us. So today's number is 13. Number 13. Lucky 13. I'm going to pull off my thing here and write it down here. Okay. Uh, Number 13 is geese. Geese. So I have to come up with a story (laughs) in my background (laughs) talking about geese. I tell you what, I'll be honest with you, Greg, you never really had a chance. Uh, My first book I wrote is called Living in the (laughs) Ditch. And uh, it's on Amazon also, a little paperback, you know, an ebook. And uh, living in the ditch. So I started out <laughs> living in the ditch. And so you talk about animal encounters. Uh, I never did see a goose or geese in the ditch. Now I did see ducks. I did have some ducks in there from time to time. Uh, and a few uh, water birds, uh, coots. I think it's C-O-O-T-S, coots, mm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'd see those. Uh, every once in a while, a great blue heron. But uh, I don't even know if that's on my list. I need to... <laughs> I have like 40 some animals here and I don't even know if I have those on my list. I need to write them in here. So when you call the number, I'll have them. So anyway, um, you know, um, geese, I had to, okay, here's a, here's a story, you know, doing the TikTok videos on attitude. Okay. Every day. And um, I look out my back window, my kitchen window, and I see animals all the time. And, um, uh, one one day it was raining and uh, I have a, a lake with um, a couple islands and I have a walking trail around the mm-hmm. around the lake and stuff. I have gravel and it's nice. And 
a family we enjoyed a lot. But uh, one day I looked out and there were these two geese and every, it seems like every year they come and I don't know their names, but they, <laughs> they show up <laughs> and they will uh, build a nest on one of my islands and, and they will just try to hatch out, you know, a couple eggs there. And sometimes what happens, the turtles or snakes or something get to them and they, they, they don't mm. do real well. But these two geese, they were within about 20, 25 feet of my back window from looking out the back there. So I did a little TikTok video on the geese and, uh, and it was raining and they were there fiddling around in a puddle in my yard and they were, um, uh, you know, and, and what they do. And I was talking about how, you know, the weather, no matter what you need to, you know, have a good attitude, even in bad weather. And these geese were out there and I got to looking at them and what they do, uh, they, the way I understand geese mate for life. Okay. So when they mate, it's not like next season, they pick up another, uh, you know, female or male and they go, no, they mate for life. And these two geese were out there. And one thing when they do, what they do is they will, um, one, will, they're, they're always eating, eating and pooping, which is, you know, <laughs> is this G rated? I don't know. But anyway, they are pooping machines, but they are, they're yes. nipping, they're, they're, they're eating grass and, 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 and different types of vegetation. And they're just nibbling all the time, eating, eating, and then they're dumping all over my trail and everywhere else. It's like disgusting. But one thing they do, the one is, is eating, got its head down, eating. Well, the other one, they never do that at the same time. The, the other one has his head sticking way up in the air, and he's looking around. And he's like the guard, you know, on guard for any kind of predators, you know, that might come and get him. And it's really kind of cool. And it reminds me of, of my spouse and your spouse and how we need to always be looking out for each other. Mm -hmm. And, and I told my wife this this morning, <clears throat> we were um, uh, having breakfast and I told her how much I appreciate how she looks out for me in a lot of ways. She has certain roles in, in, in our marriage and, and she really takes good care of me in a lot of ways. And I appreciate that. And I, it was reminding me, you know, these geese, how always there's one eating, but there's always the other one looking around and, and, and covering their backside, you know? Uh, right. and, and I think that was pretty cool how the animals uh, are, are doing that. And, and that's, um, and that's, that's my animal story. <laughs> uh. And it actually ties in with, uh, you know, with, with relationships, you know, and our spouse. So. <laughs> exactly. Well, and it kind of goes back now that you said that. Yeah. I've noticed that about, <clears throat> about geese and probably really hadn't thought about it. And then also, you know, we were talking back at the beginning about, um, you know, our spouses observing things in us or maybe pointing out things that maybe we're not aware of. And it kind of goes to that little bit to that picture you had of, you know, one is hard at work eating and the other one's keeping watch around and just being the observant one and then switching places. You know, that's kind of a good model for us. You know, and that is, and, and it talks about, Greg, great point, excellent point. We all, we both have roles that we play. Right. And, uh, and sometimes they mix a little bit, but we each do things. Uh, the other day we needed um, the oil change in a couple vehicles here and, uh, and Glenda's car and I was one of them. And I talked to her, I said, what's your schedule coming up? And then I'll talk to the mechanic and get it you know, get it in because we've got a close neighbor here that does our mechanic work. And that is something I take care of. Okay. Where she does mm -hmm. other chores and different things and we work together. We're a team and it's not really, you know, heavily weighted one way or the other. 
and uh, it's Perfect. just, you know, and we've got a pretty big place here. We've got, um, you know, several acres and we do a lot of mowing and we switch off. She enjoys mowing sometimes, sometimes she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, but we, we take turns, we got a big mower so we can do a lot, but, but it's the idea of working as a team, respecting each other, uh, loving each other, mm-hmm. you know, and looking for those ways to make each other's life a little better because, when you make your spouse's wife life better, your life becomes better. Just no doubt about it. Wise words. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I told John Lee Dumas the other day when I was able to eat lunch with him. Uh, we were together and I, I'm, I, I gave him a quote. And he says, those are good words. He said, uh, that's really good. I said, you know what? Every once in a while, I just fall into a good one, and it's like you know, there it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, you want to take us out with our two-minute warning for this episode? And now it's time for the two-minute warning. Yes, yeah, we, we we've really talked about the spouses and, and and our relationships and how important they are and. Uh, how critical they are because if you're unhappy in your your relationship you know it's awful and uh, one thing uh, just one little baby step that you can do and this will absolutely uh, make a change in in your your relationship okay it'll be very positive okay and uh, it's very simple it's very easy and uh, there's no excuse not to do it and uh, I don't care um who you are, and you may do this already. This may be a practice that you've done, and I've done this before, but but here it is, okay? I love these little yellow sticky notes. I, I use them all the time, the 3M <laughs> sticky notes, and I use them. I'm writing myself notes all the time and sticking them everywhere because, you know, when you're down to three brain cells, you got you got to work them hard. So <laughs> so this is, this is your thing on the two-minute warning, okay? Tomorrow morning, all right? excuse me, hopefully you get up before your wife, because this is what I want you to do. Or if you get up in the middle of the night and have to go, you go to the smallest room in your house, okay? And (laughs) in the smallest room in your house, you have your mirror, okay? You have your sink, your mirror, your your shower, and your toilet, okay? But on that mirror, I want you to get a yellow sticky note. All right, here it is. And you write these words, thank you, for everything i love you and and that's all you need to do just write down thank you for everything i love you and you stick it on the mirror you know and and let your wife find it okay you can leave and and whatever let me tell you something i promise you that little thing that little note it'll light her up thank you for listening to the finishing on fire radio show Be sure to visit finishingonfire.com for more great content. Go light your world.